Contenders ready! Hello and welcome along to another episode of the Glad Pod in association with Gladiators TV with me, David Blackmore, and as always, my co-host, it's the amazing Jet. You waffler. <laughs> this is episode number seven of Glad Pod in this first series. I can't believe number seven already. Um, this week we are speaking to a gladiator that quite a few of you have been looking forward to hearing. It is called none other than the old snake hips himself, who hasn't been too well recently and possibly because of that very reason but he's going to let us know all about it yes he is absolutely it's cobra by the way and he is one of my absolute my favorite gladiators and i think when you have these gladiators and i think as you're about to hear he's always going to give you some great stories but being in the wars recently does add a bit more to it actually more ways than one in that you are going to hear throughout this podcast you are going to hear a squeak on the chair um which is pretty much mickey really uncomfortable during the whole chat not because of the questions i should add but just because of his you know recent operation that he's had and the recovery and journey that he's been on just him trying to get comfortable all the time which is why as well the audio levels might just sort of dip in and out as well because as he's getting himself comfortable again he does sort of move himself around from his microphone but it was quite a shock for me actually because when you expect to meet gladiators yes i knew all about of his recent troubles but still i mean he's still in fantastic shape but when you see them you expect these gladiators to be these beyond human beings eternally invincible and it's not the case we've all had quite some lives i tell you now you're going to be delighted to hear that after the shambles that was password gate from last week's show we are now back into the uh, glad pod email and it's great to see actually quite a few emails waiting for us in the inbox it's also rather embarrassing this is now being called spam gate there are quite a few emails in our, our spam folder as well which makes sense seeing it's like people emailing us that we haven't emailed before etc etc but one of them was mark george he said it was great listening to jet he was lucky enough to meet her hundreds of times in fact she gave me my first ever backstage pass access um great interviewee great interviewer looking forward to hearing more oh and i have the games that david spoke about and yes mark i saw your post on facebook that is exactly the game that i was talking about and for those of you listening who haven't can't remember the game i was talking about we will um share the tweet uh we'll put it on instagram put it on facebook as well so you can see that the game i was talking about does anyone have that game can i borrow that game can i relive my youth and play that game again but yes mark well done for 10 10 glad points you get there for uh, not only listening so intently that you remembered it but also knowing which game i was talking about um jamie how love it very enjoyable podcast i hope flame phoenix and nightshade do a podcast in the near future yes we would love all three to the podcast uh not wanted to give away too much of a surprise but one of those names will be on the series uh on the pod sorry in series one we also mentioned previously about apple podcast reviews and there are some great ones on there matty thank you so much so pleased to have this pod i love the show and it takes me back to my childhood one guest i would love to hear from would be shadow and about his record on the event duel please also get saracen on um we did actually try to get saracen on for series one but he's playing it pretty cool at the moment i'm sure we might be able to twist his arm soon shadow again would be fantastic we've not heard really anything from him since the show so it'd be great to hear from him manic ill wrote on our uh, podcast we need trojan on this asap believe me we're, we're trying to make it happen uh tommy lj as a bit of a super fan i thought i pretty much knew everything about gladiators so i'm absolutely delighted already be learning new things from this wondrous podcast can't wait for more gareth writes i was such a huge fan at the time of the show and i was lucky enough to see filming at the national indoor arena on two occasions now starting to meet gladiators at conventions great to see this podcast starting up for all gladiators fans reminds me of the good times of the 1990s love it and Holly 
as soon as this was announced, I was excited for it. It's not disappointed. This podcast reminisces everything about Gladiators and it's perfect for everyone missing the show. Thank you for this podcast. It feels like a gift. The last one, the last email that I saw in our spam folder. Sorry, Matthew, I'm about to read out your letter. I'm sorry it took so long for us to get around to your letter. This is by far the email to beat all emails when it comes to uh, what's arrived in a GladPod email. So this is from Matthew Keegan. I saw your call out for Gladiator Stories on Twitter. I was a young Gladiator super fan back in the early 1990s and I have a few stories to tell that I thought might be of interest. These days, I'm a journalist for The Guardian, BBC, The Independent and others, but I actually have Gladiators to thank for launching my career as a journalist. So here we go. Brace yourself, buckle yourselves in, kids, because I'll tell you what, this is a story and a half, and all Gladiator-themed as well. I was nine years old when Gladiators started. I was obsessed from day one. More than anything, I wanted to meet the Gladiators, and so I started to write to different newspapers and magazines, asking if I could interview them as a young superfan, and eventually paid off. So his first interview for a newspaper was when he was 12 years old and it was with Warrior from Gladiators. It was for Youth Express, which is a national newspaper for students distributed nationwide in schools. So he says he has Gladiator to thank for getting his first career break. Also, he says back when he was in middle school, he phoned up the producers of Sky TV and arranged for his school to appear on the children's TV game show Around the World in 80 Seconds because it was hosted by none other than Wolf from Gladiators. Ah! And not only was Matthew a contestant, he also won for his prize the whole school year, got a free trip to Alton Towers. Whoa! But but that isn't where the story ends. I said at the start of this in the preamble that this was an epic email and that you can keep, please keep your seatbelt fastened because still got a long way to go um age 12 and 14 matthew also got the chance to appear in panto with raider in 1995 and rhino in 1997 but by far his favorite gladiator was of course surprise surprise jet the name's very very familiar i must admit well let me remind you about the first time you met jet you you might not remember this but the first time that matthew met you was when he got backstage passes to a pantomime in reading that you were starring in back in the early 1990s he and a friend arrived at the theater between the matinee and the evening performance and as they arrived they saw you leaving with a friend during the break in performances so they decided to follow her and he says please please forgive us we were only both 11 years old at the time and we were huge fans of yours anyway we ended up at a nearby pizza express it was quite funny matthew says we didn't order anything in a restaurant we just sat on the table opposite jet (laughs) they were completely starstruck and they remember telling one of the restaurant staff Hey, you know, that's actually the jet from Gladiators over there. Now, Matthew says about 10 minutes of them just staring in wonderment at you. You very kindly came over to the table and asked if she could help, which actually sounds a bit passive aggressive. But there you go. They they explained that they had backstage parties to meet you after performance. And all things considered, he says that you handled it very well. You showed a lot of kindness and was a great sport about it. And then they got to meet you back uh, again backstage afterwards after the show. And she was an absolute delight, very gracious and generous with her time. I'm trying to go back because my my, I've got a bit of a cheese brain at the moment. I must admit. is that a ladies thing? <laughs> Too much information, but I'm, I generally do remember little snippets of things like that. And Matthew's story goes on. The second time I met Jet was backstage at the NIA in Birmingham after a taping of Gladiators about a year or so after meeting her in Reading. Following his interview with Warrior for Youth Express, Warrior arranged backstage parties for him and a friend. Most of the Gladiator was there, but I was most pleased to meet Jet again. May I also add that I was massively inspired by Jet's acrobatic skills when I was a kid, so much so that I took up gymnastics and I went on to compete and win several local competitions. So, ending this epic email, Matthew says he's got gladiators to thank for getting his first ever interview and starting him on his path to become a journalist. The show was such a positive experience on his childhood. I'm internally grateful for the inspiring and motivating show that it was 
Matthew. Thank you so much for the, taking the time to write through those memories and sharing it, it with us here on podcast because it's it's just, you know, when somebody kind of puts a fabric under their life or, you know, brings their life to this point that actually he's doing what he's doing now with the journey that he's had, it's like, yeah, that's impressive. So if you've got a glad story like Matthew, it doesn't have to be as epic as Matthew's. I don't think there's going to be many that are going to top that epic journey. You can unfasten your seatbelts, by the way, now. Um, the best thing to do is to email us the gladpod at gmail.com we're also on facebook twitter and instagram and after all of that correspondence we did have quite a bit to catch up with it should be it should be said here is at long last our chat with cobra where the deadly bite of cobra Cobra's a snake in the grass with a deadly bite, a martial arts expert and kickbox champion. Watch out, contenders. Old Snake Hips is back in town. Three, two, one. So here we are with Glad Pod, and I am so happy and proud to announce that in the studio with us here today, it's Mick, Mickey Wilson, Cobra, to you and I. Welcome, and thank you for coming to join us today. Afternoon. What are you doing? He's, he's crossing his eyes. Yeah. He still won't know. It's like a weak eye. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> it is. We couldn't help but notice as you walked in, you are on a stick at the moment. What's going on, Mickey? I went for my second new hip. Your second right? new hip? Yeah. I'd won four months ago and uh, I'm on waiting for my second one. Goodness. All those years of doing martial arts. Yes. I'm only running in a, in a little bikini on that gladiators. That's I've done right. Too much and worn, worn all, the, all the cartilage and all the fluids gone. So. Well, this is just it. So here we are, nearly 30 years on from the show where we met in 1992, Gladiators on ITV. I was Jet and you were Cobra. When you're old, we always will be these Gladiators, won't we, I guess. But, but actually, I remember seeing you at tryouts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, after about an hour, I said to Nigel Lithgow, I said, you've got to employ her, haven't you? Did you? Did yeah. you say that to him? And what did he say? He said, no, nah, she's useless. <laughs> <laughs> so if, 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 he, just, he just looked at me and smiled. Mm-hmm. So what Mickey's saying is it hadn't been for him, you would never have become Jet. Oh yeah, I'll put the seed. Yeah. <laughs> the seed and I'm sure she, she just stood out. I've got no I reason, think I was one of the only girls that... anywhere. Oh bless you, but do you know I think I was in that original audition because I'd only been a, I'd been a gymnast, not about me today, but a gymnast only a few years previously with all that dancing and I kept the acros girls and I think I was probably one of the only girls that could actually do some of it because it was quite it was quite an intense well, audition. Did, she's well fit, isn't it? Did, <laughs> I'm 29 years old, I'm from Dartford, same place as uh, Mick Jagger was born. Yeah, oh, Mick Jagger. Go and get no thank you, thanks, and, and all that stuff. I was one of seven children. My daddy was a big, robust kind of guy. He was always lifting weights and things, and that was my first influence in sport. Um, he's a strict disciplinarian as well, which gave me some discipline, which is a quality obviously you need to be a gladiator. But I don't take things too seriously. I think life's too short to be too uh, too sensible. Um, I take gladiators seriously, actually, the actual competition, but in between filming and stuff, you know, I like to be doing silly faces and doing me monkey impressions and things. Uh, just to bring in a little bit of levity into the show or for the other guys, because sometimes things get a bit tense even on our side, you know, when you want to perform well for everybody. Now things get a bit tense and I muck about trying relax relax everybody. Yeah, what happened? What did you get a phone call? How did they no, find out about you? Take us I right was, back, I maybe. Was coming back from the nightclub and I used to watch the, the American gladiators. Okay. Oh about one o'clock in the morning. And I was around my friend's house and his mum was out. And I said, Oh my being a contestant on that. Didn't think I'd be big enough to be a glad. And she said, you won't do that. I said, yeah, I f- I f- anyway, she, she sent her for an entry form. Then uh, I got an entry form and I, I sent off to be a contestant and I sent in a, a picture looking really handsome. 
Which you know. <laughs> Not you can doctor it. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's no CGI or whatever they call it nowadays. Yeah, and yeah. Um, they phoned me up and asked me if they could come in for a chat. Nigel Lifko and Adrian Orgate was. That's right, yeah. And they asked me if I could get bigger and more cut. Oh. So I don't think they meant tall. I think they wanted me to get bigger muscles and yeah, yeah. essentially calling me fat. <laughs> How did you uh, feel when they asked you that? Because they oh. sort of said to me, could, when, the, when I got first selected, could I, could I put on a bit more muscle? Bit muscle? And I thought, well, I'm not really a bodybuilder, but... Yeah, I, was, I packed into bodybuilding, really. I was boxing. You do? Uh, mm. Danny Williams was fighting. And they could only a lot of, lot of boxers. No, they know from, from the past. So I wasn't really doing a lot of bodybuilding. No. And um, so I did. I went back and hit the weights and stuff. I carried on doing lots of aerobics and running, which I enjoy anyway. Did they then have to reassess you? Did they sort of say, oh, we'll have to have a look at you again and see if you well, are well, kind of a right size? Well, or? when I turned up at the, the um, tryouts, I done yeah. okay. And they asked me to be a reserve. That's right, that's the bit I remember. Oh, so... Yeah. I wasn't handsome enough to be on the video. Yeah. And I got there and, you know, I charmed everyone. There's <laughs> <laughs> old snake hips at it already. Well, I was really relaxed because there's no pressure on being a reserve. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to get six weeks holiday from... Uh, I was a lift engineer for a Japanese company in the city. So I had it was three weeks of filming. So I thought, that'd be handy. And it's quite really good money for it. <laughs> what a holiday. Hmm. And I got there's no pressure on at all until Nigel Lithgow pulled me out from the restaurant where we used to eat and said, uh, he'd like to give me seven shows. I really can't, oh, wow, thank you. Really and, uh, that night I'm laying in a hotel where people oh, I'm going to be famous. Hawks partner is Cobra, our champion full contact kickboxer. I wouldn't argue if he kicked sand in my face, especially if he smiled like that. Is that when it first dawned on you? Yeah, that car got to be on the telly. Because back yeah. now, everyone's got a camera. Camera's on the phone. Yeah, yeah. It's no big deal. Yeah. And um, back then it was. And I always I wanted to be on the telly anyway. Did you? Yeah. So you were, hope, you were hoping to be on the telly. You were hoping it was going to work out. I'm a little kid, really. What would you have wanted? That's, go back to that kid then. What is it you'd have liked to have been on TV for? Anything. So glad someone really ticked oh, all the yeah. boxes. Yeah, it was... Because um, you were really... It's come a bit late for me. I was like 29. Yeah, yeah. Professional athlete. <laughs> Yeah. But my cousin, she was an actress. She used to go to the same drama school as Pauline Quirt and mm-hmm. everyone from, oh, I can't remember what show. Birds of a Feather. Oh, wow. She used to be an advert and she used to do appearances on soap operas and whatnot. So what did you think What do you think of your name when they said, okay, so you're going to be Cobra? Sounds quite cool, I think. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And the theme music? Can you remember your theme no. music? I still come in all the heroes now. It's rubbish. I actually, from come the beginning... Come in all the heroes. I'm sorry for the guys that wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't like it and uh, it's quite forgettable because you know it's 28 27 28 years on I can't remember it I thought of oh, I'd better take as much have as much fun doing this show as possible because looks like I'm going to be dispensable well Cobra I'm beginning to think that ah Sorry. that you'll do anything for a laugh actually that was an accident if so was <laughs> oh, I've got nothing to say but uh Darling, you just got a bit excited. Yes, yes. Doing so well. Well, you know, all right for an old boy. Well, you ended up staying there for, from. So there were twelve original glads that have gone. Uh, well, actually, and it was ten of you, weren't it? Then they took me and Lightning on. That's right. Lightning. So then became the twelve, but only four of you saw it right through to the to the final series. Can you remember the other three? Wolf, Saracen, and Mike. And Wolf. With his wheels partner Cobra. Oh! Pushes him. Good team spirit there. Cobra says, Where's my agent? It's been a bit team now. Oh, but you know our Wolfie, he never did play by the Queensbury rules. Bad sportsman. Very bad sportsman. Oh! Mind you, steady as that camera's been all night. The great thing about Wolf, grannies, small children, cheerleaders, everyone gets the same treatment. After our first event, Brian 12, Steve 3. Oh, look, didn't even, didn't even bat an eye. We were we, we talking about the question beforehand and saying whether or not you would remember that, but mm-hmm. look at that. Well, I'm not, I'm all money, that's the problem. Do you know, it was your flexibility. What really made you stand out from the other guys who were all very large and some of them, their movement ability wasn't the best. And I think you'll probably agree with me, the sort of the, the lighter sort of power to weight ratio for those events that we had to face, like the contenders, as you got leaner, lighter and more flexible, which you 
had in an abundance from the very beginning. So you, for me as an athlete, you really stood out. I used to watch you and think, it's so brilliant. Because when that camera was on you, and you'll be facing Cobra, you could do your air spins down into the splits. And that is why you're hobbling about now, admittedly. <laughs> but you just gave so much value. But I always wanted a Van Damme. I wanted a yeah. muscular, uh, the flexible martial art artist Schwarzenegger. Mm. But Van Damme stole that from me to start with. And uh, it used to used to irk me when um, you used to get this term muscle bound. Really? Actually, bodybuilders, mm. they get bad press. But you're training every single body part. Yeah. So you get a sort of an intuition and awareness. And it's easier for you to adapt to different multi-events because you've got that sort of... That, that symbi- symbiotic oh, sort of right. feeling there yeah, I think yeah. and I always used to love to run and do cycling so I was always aerobically fit so keeping in shape wasn't the toughest no, part of the no that was that's a given I used to, I used to ride me bike the six hours in mine to the gym which would be about three miles from my home do a workout run home used to enjoy it I miss running actually this is the worst thing about having bad is I used to enjoy running mm. yeah take us back a little bit more so once you, you knew you were on the show just going into that first series what was it like for you the moment you stepped into the arena when it was all kind of a naked arena not many of the bits had been rigged we went down below didn't we to sort of start training on the hang tough rig below the arena which actually is quite like the original gladiators they used to stick the gladiators didn't they it's fascinating isn't it I'd still love to go but we were down there but what was going through your mind so I, th- I felt really disorientated I don't know about you oh I was in a bit of a dream world really. you were you <laughs> I still, did I really do that I wasn't really in the moment uh, it was all quite surreal But for the first series, you didn't get much practice time, did you, on, on the different events? So you, no. so to start off with, you were having to learn it as you were going, yeah. but presumably the likes of like Hunter were always up and down the wall, for example, trying to get better and better at it. Did, did you get did you get to have extra practices? No. Well, I was lazy to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I only did enough to satisfy the John Anderson and the trainers and, and the insurance people. Yeah. One, one year we had to go up the Polax, or we had a, had a choice for what, what was their favourite and least favourite events among his pole banks? So I didn't really bother going up it. I just touched it. This is one difficult thing. So the first show, what was my first? The first show of this might be fourth or fifth series. The first, first thing is the pole legs. Oh, I ain't been up it. And I got beat twice. <laughs> Only just though. Uh-huh. And I got during fashion suit. Oh, you're getting a bit too old for this, isn't you? And I couldn't say. I couldn't say I ain't been up the thing. Cobra looks to be struggling. Look, Glenn smacks it, presses the gladiator down button, and the Cobra's put back in his basket. Polax for the contender, it's either Summit or Plummet, and it looks as if Chris is capitalising on that 28-pound weight advantage. Clearly in the lead over Cobra, a couple of struts from the button, smacks it. Cobra can hold on, but he knows he's heading south for a second time. Cobra, he was fast. He was very fast, no excuses. I made a terrible start, but he was fast, and I don't think I would have caught him if I had a good start. Well, there's honesty for you. Thanks, Cobra! Anyway, you know, Hunt, talking about Hunter, he, he's, he was like head boy. Yeah. yeah. He'd be over there early in the morning. And, he, and I, I probably would have been the same because at 19, 10 years older, I was 28, turning 29 really. I was a bit jaded. So, and I've never been really competitive against other people. I was always pushing myself. Yeah. For, for, to, just to get the best for myself, not, not worried about being anyone else. But I wouldn't hold his breath. Hunter has a reputation for knocking the living daylights out of people in this event. Which won't affect Cobra because he's got no daylights left. Well, I have to say, Cobra, 
Yes. And with all due respect to this fellow standing here, yes. I was hoping that you would knock him off because of the size difference, and it looked at the beginning as if you might be in with a chance. Yeah, I was going easy on him, you know. <laughs> I'm so exhausted, I can't tell you. In fact, I won't tell you. All right, we like it that way. And, I mean, were you expecting that from him? Yeah, I've seen Cobra fight many, many times. He might not be as big as the rest of us, but uh, he's very devious with a stick. Certainly is. Well, well done to the two of you. You both pick up five points. Well done. Devious with a stick, he certainly takes a lot of it anyway. So take, take me back to that moment when you first, say, tried your costume on. Do you remember Stephen Adler, <laughs> yes. costume designer as well? Go on, what was that like? Did you go into like that, it was a room, wasn't it, with all the bits everywhere, and then yeah. he was like, here's yours. I wasn't impressed. No! <laughs> Why not? They're quite cheap. They're <laughs> <laughs> very cheap. They're very thin, yeah, like, yeah, weren't they? Could, yeah. Like, a, like an Eastern European circus look. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with it. Just they've got lower budget. <laughs> 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 You're digging yourself further. Carry on. Well, it's a strange thing, isn't it? Like, uh, mine was a bikini. You know, just it was actually with yeah. Buttons <laughs> and a snake around the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you look, see where that snake is. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, and that reminds me when you, uh, you've probably heard this uh, dying jet. And, uh, <laughs> very, oh, so cocky and so, well, you probably remember. Oh, you were funny. Yourself. Yeah, just really enjoying it. And that mm-hmm. first show, I'm about to do the rings behind the, the entrance. Uh, mm-hmm. They stuck, they called my name. I've looked down from, oh my God, I'm wearing a bikini. <laughs> and I've got to go out there now. <laughs> You know, now put up. I've really got to do something, and I'm telling you, I nearly ran home. I, might, I was really all up forever in a corner cobra, and I'm like, ooh, ooh, oh my god, ooh. I'm wearing a bikini. <laughs> So that all hit you in that moment. That was your first time out there to compete as a gladiator. Now it's real. And then suddenly, this is it. Yeah. But it was the moment you'd all been waiting for to be on TV. Again, it was. I was. I don't know how soon it was before you told me I had two. I missed two shows. Me and Lightning did four shows, but there was nine in the first series, and I did seven. So it was quite close to filming that he told me that you know it would be on the day before or night. Yeah, day before. So now it's just boom. All of a sudden, and yeah. I went out there, caught the guy, thought, yeah, sack everyone else, I'm doing this on my own. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. And that was it. The year and guy landed. Was, and that was your yeah. first, it's a first event, first win then. But, yeah, and I caught, caught both guys. You said you were lazy, but surely getting the guys was was, was well, a bit... Uh, my motivation was to do enough to get another series. <laughs> well, that's... Cause, fun. And you probably didn't know if you were going, if there was going to be another series or not at that point. three years, maybe. Well, I had this conversation, and the third year, it was six weeks long and uh, up on starting in six weeks which is pretty difficult pretty uh, quite an accomplishment because we're running around in between shows I'm, I'm drinking Guinness and wine no. Guinness with, with uh, Shadow ah. them shows I'm, I'm, I'm tipsy on Cobra incredibly quick in there I've been working out with Shadow and uh, I don't think this guy's going to fight me after working out with Shadow but you hadn't. You've done those shows for being for being a bit tipsy. Like, oh wow! Bit, did yeah, it make I'm it easier? I'm trying to keep up with Shadow. Shadow would have a drink. And being yeah, I do remember. Six foot yeah. four and eighteen and a half stone is didn't affect him. And there's some sh- there's I'm on the swing shot. This bungee game, and you can hear it actually. If you see the third series, if you'd be bothered, you can hear it going. Lap, I do and remember that. I remember looking at the wall. I'm, I'm, it's because it's happened a few times. I'm looking at the wall. It's, I'm dizzy. I'm like, oh my God, which one have I got to chase? <laughs> <laughs> we used to have to see, have meetings with the, with the producers every year. That's right. We had like a review every year. We were called in by Nigel, weren't we? Well, it, it was one on one. It was a school report. <laughs> oh, oh, really? Report time, yeah. yeah. It was a bit nerve wracking. Timekeeping, B. Be... Yes, this, like, it was literally. They yeah, sort of go through our stats, they go through your win stats. They did sort of keep their foot on us, didn't they? They did. What was your to... first meeting like then? Was he was he all I right with this? Yeah. Is Nigel this, this one was yeah. you're, you're drinking too much. Did he? 
Yeah. But is this, this is first series at the end of the no, first, this is third, third, third. Oh yeah, it relaxed a bit. <laughs> and again, they always made it seem that we are dispensable, which we weren't really, because it's hard to find muscular guys who are athletic. Most of us guys have done other things before. Warrior, biggest guy, is a junior decathlete champion, mm. boys, and junior rugby international. Trojan was in a British squash team. Yeah, yeah. Wolf, you might not know this. He was in a British table tennis. No, I didn't team. know that. Uh, the B team, mind. <laughs> so we're all quite. A- athletic before we yeah. before we took out bodybuilding I did start bodybuilding I was 20 or I got a job in the gym but I was doing martial arts extensively before then mm-hmm. I had 20 knockouts 20 fights Cause, uh, and then I actually won one <laughs> <laughs> See, this is this is what I was going to say. So you were known for like the kicks and the splits, but one thing I'm only sort of researching is you were a practical joker of of the glads, weren't you? I, I, I was just having the fun. He was. Cobra, the joker in the pack, keeps the other glads smiling when things aren't quite going their way. Dino's certainly not going his way. What a change of direction. Cobra quick to counter. Look at how he moves those hits. Slithering towards Dino. He does it again, locks in. That's why they call him the Lord of the Rings. No Bino for Dino. So what kind of but what kind of things did you get up to then? Take Mick out of this lot. Mm-hmm. Stupid things. They'd be they'd be sitting there like eating dinner, you know, and they'd take they'd go bite something <laughs> under the table, t- tickling their legs and <laughs> yeah. just silly stuff dressing up as Annabel Lecter. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Actually, here's the man. See, I, I, I was I, I got tied to a spud. Um, what's the name? A, a potato carrier. What do you call them? Like a like a wheelbarrow. Yeah, like a, 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 a spud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm tied there. I've done myself a Annabelle Lecter mask and sitting there. And this is going on all day. But everyone's picking me up and taking me to, to that monitor or <laughs> taking me take me around. Everyone else, <laughs> nothing said. Like, I was coming to take your cover. No more coming. I don't know what year this was. <laughs> Mad. <laughs> or about so that time this. <laughs> you run out with a blow up sheep as well, don't oh. you? Oh yeah, yeah I like literally just. Yeah. I just saw that. I, I saw that clip earlier on today. Was it the one time? Or did, was it? It's a pretend sex toy. <laughs> it was. <laughs> and it's been well, actually it's two Larry the Lambs. It's um, all been signed by everybody. Oh really? The, oh, the yeah. she- oh, yeah. oh, Nigel's like not one. doing that, and you did. <laughs> oh, um, someone did a story about me running on with a sex toy. And they had gloves on, and I'm like, it's loved it because it's just a little plastic it's, sheet. Yeah, yeah. And it did have an interest. Terrible. But but was the practical joking part of trying to make it less stressful for the gladiators? Because yeah. I'm guessing that you, Boredom. yeah, long days. Mm-hmm. Some of them shows in the early days take up six hours, mm. yeah. moving the stuff in and out. They got quicker, yeah, the equipment in and out and that. Mm. But um, I suppose a bit long. And I'm I'm a child. I've not had children. <laughs> so you, Peter Pan, Peter Pan, Yeah, <laughs> well, I'm just I'm an 11-year-old. Refuse to grow up. Hissing for this snake, just cheers from the crowd. A veteran of four seasons, one of the fairest in the squad, and I didn't mean his hair. And of course, as we all know, one of the funniest. So as, they, as your time went on in, in the show, what was it like in terms of how you continued your training and how much was your life beginning to change? The training, I just was more professional. I made sure I'd get up in the mornings and done me run. Because we had to train for three reasons. Sports specific, so we were good at the events, for how we looked, yeah. and also for general all-round fitness. So did you have to expand your fitness training? No, I just, just rearranged it because it would be arbitrary. I'd always like to have three, four runs in a week. I'd always be sparring or hitting the punch yeah, bag. Yeah. I, I wasn't sparring as much I'd be handsome <laughs> get a kick in the mouth you know yeah fat lips and stuff and uh, <laughs> so a bit of vanity there and I, I just was more professional made sure that I was aerobically fit especially after me, me meeting with Nigel Lithgow because they not only said oh you've, you've been drinking too much you're fat oh gosh when, well, I was ill when we had our um, the, uh, fitness tests you know they put on relaxed a bit <laughs> yeah he was being honest <laughs> but, though did, yeah. that, did that give you a kind of a kick up the arse in well, they, some way I said to them, I said, well, you don't tell us where we're back from year to year. So I think party, yeah. then I'm going to enjoy it as yeah. much as I can. And I said, well, you better be fit. You'll be back next year.
next year and I had the best VO2 max out of the boys. Oh, good. Mind you, they are bigger, but no, mum was close to the marathon runners. Yeah, so yours is your power to weight ratio. I was like, you were more kind of, in the very early years, as the boys' size came down, because obviously they were being monitored for not taking stuff that the bodybuilders would have taken originally, which wasn't illegal. So the goalposts were changing for all of you. I anything. And you wouldn't have needed why, to. No. That's, that's, why that's the thing also, with the steroids, it makes your muscles stronger, but not your tendons. That's right, yeah. So yeah. for me, and also the first year I was 15, starting to feel too heavy. Mm. So I always kept my weight down. Funnily enough, though, I could have done with being a bit heavier when it comes to games like the um, yeah. Powerball, when it comes to taking someone else down. Contestants with similar weight to me. Sure. 13 and a half, one year was about 13, stone three. Yeah. She's still quite big. Mm. But a lot, some of the contestants are a lot heavier. Mm-hmm. When it, I read somewhere that you'd said that you actually hadn't touched much alcohol before Gladiators. No, so never me wedding. So what oh, was it oh, at Gladiators? Literally. Was it just that it was freely available? One of the other mates there, but shut up. There's a theme. He would do, I've seen him do six pints of Guinness with Perno and Blackcurrant. Oh. I would never have that, but I've tried to do six pints of Guinness, which isn't a good thing to do. Because I was so fit, I think I got away with it, but this was more towards the first year. Probably it's the third year, the bad one, but still, you know, fourth year was good, then I went back relaxing. But then, And then I guess in, in, that, in those days, things about, you know, footballers still would have been going out drinking after, so it wasn't the same level of no alcohol discipline as there is today. Rugby guys, till the foreign players come over, soccer. Yeah, yeah. Being, being careful, yeah. So, I guess f- to someone today, some of this generation today who's into fitness, they'd think that was mad that you would drink before going out to do the wall. But actually, yeah, I think that's my problem. I wasn't that competitive. Just wanted to do enough, you know. Well, the whole point of the show is you're, you're cheering on the contenders, aren't you? So, if the gladiators do or don't, it, I guess I can see your point. Really, it's just as long as you did enough to, to make it TV. Actually, that is a point because it was the contestant against the contestant. We was like another obstacle because you know when I get a 10 second head start on the wall which used to oik me but well actually annoys me more now when I'll watch some of the reruns oh yeah it's too slow blah 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 and I think you just had a second head start you should never be caught yeah anyway you're yeah. two stone lighter mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> should, I over, should I get over this 20 years ago <laughs> this is a rare sight a prison officer trying to get over the wall last time out Steve got caught but Dr. Tim, on the other hand, picked up 10. Look at the speed of Cobra. Oh, nearly gets his man. Hot on the pursuit of our prison officer. Now gives him the slip. Oh, Cobra gets a better grip this time. And down comes Steve. So which was your favourite event? Yeah, it's yeah. Such a classic right. kind of question to ask a Mine are the ones that, that was the easiest. Like, actually, I like Pyramid. Did you? Yeah. Oh, why? I don't know. I, I felt confident and good on that, even if I was... You were so know, quick, that's why, yeah. And uh, I learned a few techniques. I learned it past me, so I'd get around the waist. Yeah, yeah. A few little techniques there. And I, but that, that was uh, a lot of injuries on there, so I pulled yeah. it from the show. come down on top of him. Referee John Anderson's whistle on overtime and looking at it again, John from the RAF won't let go. Cobra's got him round the waist, obviously part of Operation Deny Flight. And in the end, it looked as if they were both going for a hand gliding lesson. Dean nearly there. Cobra catches him. And a titanic struggle going on. But no one going very far. Ball throwing fell down. Oh, the cheek of the man. Cobra knocked the knot to the off the pyramid. I like the one where all four of us had the huge balls. Oh, yes. It was swing ball or something like that. Yeah, it might have been. Okay. Oh. There was about 19, 20 games, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. What was it like when, what, what for you when they stopped saying, this is a new event, give it a go? Because they put the riggers up on the on the events before we, we tried them. So they were the kind of like the, 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 the fodder. Something's really good. I know, no, the riggers were really good. Yeah, yeah. And they used to have a little bit of competition amongst themselves there. Yes, they did, yeah. So and they got faster and faster at uh, striking each rig for each event as well and, and what have you. What do you think of Skytrack when that first came into the arena? Yeah. It was weird, not like it? it at all. No. Like, well, good at it. 
but it's another thing. It took me to me a few seasons to get yeah, there. Yeah. Like, it takes a while to suss these things out. Me longer because being a lazy person. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're telling me this all these years. <laughs> I would never see you as that really? kind of lazy. Oh, no, I, used to, yeah. I used to get written. No, I didn't, didn't enjoy that really. I got good at that. I was catching people mm. quick. Mm. Oh, there's another drive. <laughs> <cry. laughs> no, go on. You've got a big, big superhero like Hunter, right? He's got to win everything. Well, when we're on a thing like Sky Tracks, you've got a hat on, you've got a chest, you've got a thing holding you up. A harness on, yeah. it's up to tell which is which. And I caught this guy straight away, and I was going, How great Hunter was. I'm just putting that out there. It was me! <laughs> <laughs> it was, that, was that Joe Sachs on the commentary? You Did you get it wrong? No, it, it was, was me! Yeah. Oh, we'll go, put it right. See, I'm competitive now. <laughs> you are yeah, yeah, you right. did, yeah. <laughs> no, it's griping me, but yeah, actually, sometimes I do berate myself when I was thinking, oh, I should have put in a bit more. What? But I did last the. D- yeah. I had a you, lot of fun. Yeah. And, earned some good money bought a few houses and stuff Fair. so uh, this, it was all good at the end of the day although I can hardly walk I've got boxing both shoulders I'm having a bicep operation in a few days yeah. I might have a whole new shoulder soon but other than that uh, hunky, hunky dory <laughs> other than that it's falling apart uh, what was the best thing about being a gladiator then personal appearances yeah travelling all up around the country in different countries yeah really wasn't it yeah so when, when was the first time what, the first time you got recognised then because I mean oh, was it quite oh, was it quite soon into that first series or did it no not for me she she got written straight away then well I used to walk around with my cap on a lot I used to look at you boys and go god how do they do that because you were all so confident and really loved people looking at you whereas I found what me yeah <laughs> you look beautiful when you guys are oh, walking okay. down the street going Actually, into town when we're at the hotel at the end near the NIA and we'd get like a few hours off or an afternoon or a day off and I'd be out and about just scumping around into central Birmingham and just going to shopping with my cap on and I'd be walking over the road and I'd see like two or three of you like walk, you lo- walking like that into town thinking oh my god they look amazing and you really yeah, enjoyed that about ourselves sure. <laughs> that's exactly it that's exactly it but that's so was, healthy yeah actually when we was all out together that, yeah. that was good when we used to all go out together that's true what was what was the best personal appearance or the, the most random because some of the things we've had through from some of the listeners has been about oh I saw Sarah Snoper bookshop and things like that there must have been a couple you thought oh what this is what this is a bit weird there's so many because I did it for so many years but the one that stands out was an opening of Space Mounting in Euro Disney wow that's a good one what? well Buzz Aldrin was there I was with Trojan and Hunter <laughs> that's a really good one Space and, uh, Mountain yeah they flew us over you know business class no mm. they didn't actually I, I flew my, I, I had another holiday I went there three times they, we went there on train but I'm standing there and these, these ladies American ladies come over to us and they said oh, so what do you guys do so we, we do a British version of American Gladiators which I was aware of and uh, I said oh, I would love to go to space they said oh our husband's out I said who's your husband and they pointed over this basil tree oh. John Cernan and I can't remember who the other guy was I'm like oh my god and it was a massive dude it was El- Elton John had been there Cliff Richard and me and Trojan grabbed for a photo I literally grabbed him and come here come here Cliff he had a big smile on his face he enjoyed us he got <laughs> and everyone at um, Always Own loads of really big stars Claudia Schiffer and loads of that's massive and there was salmon and champagne money for like two, two to three days must have wow. Million, I, I thought this is showbiz. Oh, bless you! But it sounds like you enjoyed whether it was Space Mountain or whether it was a Leisure Center or whatever. You sounded like you just enjoyed doing them all. They're still doing these Comic Con things, and when you're sitting there, people calling you a legend all day, and they oh. give you money. Yeah, are you getting paid to be? Oh, well, do no, no, it's 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 lovely, isn't it? All these yeah. years on, these guys will travel what two or three hours across the country yeah. on the train. Yeah. They'll queue for two or three hours, and I just love giving them that amount of time back yeah, just to nice. just to chat and catch but, up. But it, actually, there's a few times in the early days that we'd be picked up by limos, mm. and I used to say, "I'll park around the bank." I felt embarrassed. Lucky, some rough part. I remember one in Glasgow. And I thought, like, a little bit later on, I thought, no, people want to see a bit of glamour, a bit of showbiz. Wait, I mean, gl- uh, yeah, that's what Gladiator was all about, yeah, wasn't it? Humble, and I, th- I did feel bit about it's going to point, giving it the big, and that's what would be an expression from where I'm. Oh, but no, no, that's what I want to see. And when I was a kid, I was 15 years old, and a fellow called Brian Jacks, he oh, yes. used to win this show called Superstars, that's which it. was a multi event competition amongst yeah, yeah. 
uh, sports stars from the 70s, uh, footballers and, and people famous back in the day. And it's a big show, yeah. similar to, to the Gladiator, not really. And this guy that used to win all the time called Brian Jacks, he came to my school and it's it literally like it like a god coming mm-hmm. I was I just was completely starstruck and I always remember that I thought if I had anything like that effect on yeah. and actually the other day I was in the gym girls come up can I shake your hand it's because you started training and the owner of the gym said oh I started martial arts because of you oh, oh right that's lovely fantastic. yeah it really is also now as opposed to when it was on we'd, I'd get a little bit of grief here and there you know who do you think you're already out of this sort of thing jealous shaman guys if you go to a pub or a club or whatnot, which I stopped doing because I kept getting started on you're going to get women look at you well mostly me because it's so gorgeous <laughs> I'll say it well because I said I fell off the telly and went out to chat and it's, it's an unusual thing anyway it's hard to compare it's sort of circus showbiz sports all in encompasses a lot of different things doesn't it so that's a talking point but that used to get a lot of grief but now it's the opposite Everyone, I mean, the same sort of guys who are in the forties now, they would give me a bit of grief in fifties. That's brilliant. I love that show. Yeah. Even Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson's sparring partner, a fellow called Joey Egan. Yeah. That's a bit of acting there. And he, he, he recognised me. He came out and he "Gladiators, I effing love gladiators." <laughs> he dragged me to to, to um, meet a friend. He said, "Let's go, let's go, let's go. I love gladiators." And he'd just been filming, making a film with Trojan in Monaco. Oh wow. Small world. Yeah, yeah. Unless you had to walk it. <laughs> yeah. And so that, you know, get a big, I mean, Mike's, he, he fought with a spoon at the top, big, rough, and, I mean, mm. proper tough guy. And I love the gladiators. I was, mate, I still am. We're talking about tough guys and Shadow. It sounds like you spent a lot of time with him, and his his problems are quite well documented. But I think you, you've said that they, the producers, yeah, the, and the producers knew about it as well, and that he. I should be telling you. Should. <laughs> uh, well, it was the um, the drug testers said to me that they knew about it for eight months, and they said, "Oh, we're going to get him help." Yeah. I think it might be longer than that because he was coming up positive for cocaine and steroids mm. but it was the pressure he was made up to be this That's ultimate right. superhero and something he always wanted to be mm. mm-hmm. we we went to a personal appearance down in Land's End and all the way there we'd swallowing him vice versa driving down all the way he had his gladiator hat on <laughs> all the I mean it's like a five six hour drive all the way he had G um, etched into the back of his hair that's right he, yeah he, nah, he lives for it <laughs> really look the pub this is how they wanted him to look that awesome mm-hmm. and he did he had like Incredible. 5, 5% body fat yeah, yeah. Oh, that's one thing I used to make some of the girls feel ill about he had, he had a vein down his bicep but the thickness of a thumb that's right yeah and when they were eating they didn't I used to move the thumb uh. <laughs> Yeah, see, <laughs> even thinking about it, <laughs> it's enormous. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, that, that's, that's really sad. I mean, it was sad to see him go, there, presumably, yeah, as well. Uh, uh, personal problems as well. With, with, mm. you know, I don't want to go on too much about it. But other problems. It'd be going nice on. to get him on. Yeah, no, it would. Lovely guy. We, he is so, absolutely. You see him on the TV himself. You know, I'm going to whip his head off and mm. weed out, weed through his eye sockets, and <laughs> this, that, and the other, and then he come back. Back a uh, stage, yeah. and there you go. I was lucky there, wasn't I? Yeah. <laughs> and on this trip, actually, get going down to Cornwall. There, there's him, me, my wife, Scorpio, and her husband, and uh, and it, yeah, his wife. And there's a field full of white sheep, except for one black one. And he looked over. He went, "Hang in there, brother. I know where <laughs> you feel." Hang in there, brother. Dry and funny. Oh. So he what could have been a massive star. Yeah, absolutely, and it was. And I remember I had, you know, these annual meetings we had, like our review. I went in for mine on the back of Jeff Shadow coming out from his review with Nigel, and it was literally seconds after Nigel, because I went in and Nigel looked quite kind of a, a bit shocked, and he had his head down. Well, he didn't. He didn't. And, he I, and I said, up. and I said, what's wrong, Nigel? He said, Jeff. He always called us all by our bloody little names. He said, I'm just lost my favourite male gladiator I said you're kidding me he said all the times I slept with it and that was it <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't believe that oh, that was he was absolutely <laughs> devastated to lose I think I think with Shadow as well is that when he lost when the contenders got one up on him I think there was they, they, 
yeah, they've beaten superhero there. They, you know, the, the Superman really almost. That was a David and Goliath thing. But you never lost on Jewel, and you. Well, technically I did. Did you? But, but they edited that bit. Well, if you touch the platform. Oh yeah. Well, a guy twice as happened. So you never, you never got knocked off. No, no, no. I beat everybody. This guy, but twice they edited it. Twice guys touched my platform, and they kicked off a fuss. I said, let them do it again. That the, the, I can't remember what the second time was, but I did the same. Tried to show off. I started spinning a stick, whacked him on the head, and I got slipped. Yeah, I and, but I really beat him. But I can't. When I get off for the interview, I can't say, well, boy, you've just beaten him. Yeah, yeah. You know. You know. Shadow pulled a muscle in atmospheres and will be sitting out Jewel for this program. So Cobra steps in. Cobra, our full contact kickbox champion, straight to work. Oh, look at that. Tremendous punishment. Oh, he's jumped. He surrendered. He's thrown in the towel. What a crushing victory. And Cobra taking a leaf out of Shadow's book. Fast, powerful, Relentless blows, getting the job done fast. But to have that win rate throughout the whole of the season, as David was saying, you were like one of the four who actually did the whole, the whole shebang for the for the whole extent of when the show was out there. What was it like in those moments when you when you did lose? What was it like the first time you lost? I don't remember. Yeah. But you probably shrugged always. it off and said, as long yeah. as I did enough. Yeah, as long as it looked good. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I still got a chance of getting another series because it was that was it. Well, you know, can have a year. Actually, but, from the fifth year, a few times I was thinking, oh, I should move on, do something else. I, Did you? Uh, yeah, in the last that. couple of years, yeah. Mm-hmm. And what was it like with New Glad? Because I left after four and a half years. What was it like with New Glad's coming in? Was it always a bit more of a, oh, what's he going to be like or what's she going to be like? Helpful. In fact, one of, one of the other gladiators, who shan't be named, kept telling me off and giving him advice. I'll do it this way, do it that way. Uh, oh. Yeah, more competitive than me. Mm-hmm. Luke, oh, 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 yeah. Yeah. If you could go back in time, Mickey, to 1992 and do it all over again, would you do it all over again? Yeah. I'd get rid of the mullet <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I would have stayed in I would have stayed in better shape and I would have tried a bit harder but oh yeah I would have been a lot more careful with my money because it's easy come you, you yeah. know, don't turn Christmas lights on or something it's £2,000 that's right and yeah. people screaming and I was careful for a couple of years then it's, it's so easy it's, you just get used to it mm-hmm. I mean, and you, you, get, you don't know when it's going to end but it was very easy money for doing stuff you enjoy yeah. mind you saying that it doesn't matter what you do it did end up going you know you go to a personal pounds and it's oh hello yeah water or water yeah the jet is fit and Actually, what an influence. How long did you do four seasons? I did four seasons on the TV and, and I did the, the live event, yeah. which is when I had my accident, yeah, so four and a half years. The impression you made, everyone remembers Jack. Yeah. Oh. Where, where do you come up on that list, you reckon? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you were always up there. You, you were Hunter, weren't you? <laughs> I didn't get that. He's 18 foot tall. Actually, that's one thing I've got in the back and the hips and whatnot. I've lost about two inches. Yes, gosh, That's yeah. You do actually get held, don't you? Well, you mm. get your disc height. It's so. to see people I ain't seen for ages. Phew, shrunk. Yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I wasn't that tall in the first place. So what? No, you, apart from the pain. means a lot to me. Yeah, well, don't. Apart from the pain that you're obviously in, but you, you run a great treatment plan, you look really in good shape. Yeah. You're managing to keep and modify how you do keep fit in the world. Is life good for you now? Yeah, I'm far too contented. Are you? Yeah. Not with anyone say that. Just day and age. That's um, nice to hear. I've got a bungalow opposite the beach. Oh, Take wow. for a walk in the morning. I different lots of different beaches as well. Canberra just up the road. Beautiful. Especially in the summer. I'm on the Romney Marsh. When when the rape seeds up in um, April, it's stunning. Yeah. So I do a lot. Used was doing a lot of side bending this year. It's like riding through a Van Gogh painting. It's beautiful. And I don't don't need a lot of money for. For, for that no 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 absolutely not when when gladiators finished and that was it they were like we're doing no more how how did you process that I was, I was expecting it anyway well, that, that, I always used to say I would can drop, drop this at any time I always also took the attitude you know I could get injured or whatever I could go at any time 
I, I know it's it's quite fickle. Well, the same would have been for you, Jet. Though you'd have thought that you probably would have gone as long as it had been until your injury. Yeah, I, I didn't think it would be an injury that would take me away. away. I was well, hoping not. not you, you hadn't gone anywhere because you always been brought up. Oh yeah, Everyone's always people talking. About, talking. You know, oh, you know. I didn't go like. And also, that. when it finished, you know, you well, still am putting that costume on. People ask me not to. <laughs> <laughs> and when you're walking the dogs. Yeah. I, yeah oh. <laughs> I've worn it to a couple of parties. Really? Yeah. And what's it? Uh, and you got kids going, "Mummy, what's that snake doing?" Well, <laughs> in the shorts. Because they come out there. Oh yeah, I bet you wear that everywhere, don't you? Like, yeah, he does. He does. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We all, it's twice I've done that. In the Comic Cons, and then when we went on Good Morning Britain fairly recently, um, and uh, to cheer up a bad week, I think news-wise, I think it was like, "Let's get all the glamour." Yeah. And what was it? Was it uh, Ben well, Shepherd? Bless him. And you had your nipples out, and he said, "Can you just politely cover them?" Both? please Cobra <laughs> you were hilarious said something about like, you want to try and keep them in I said no I'm trying to keep them in <laughs> that's right <laughs> he, yeah. he hadn't texted me said are you wearing your costume I mean I, like, we're, I took it I mean there were a few of you that morning but you know some of the girls are like dying to know you're 33 <laughs> <laughs> and it's cracking on for 60 so <laughs> he's a fantastic hunter he does, he does. Yeah. it's always nice to see everybody again isn't it it's lovely yes. there's a real kind of sense of uh, camaraderie still like when we was there on, on GMTV mm-hmm. we were together I, I always took a step back and see everyone mm-hmm. chatting away yeah. and all that oblivious to everyone else around them mm-hmm. you know it's nice we do, yeah. do enjoy each other's companies do, do you think Gladiator should return do you think yeah, it yeah need, needs what would you do need a, it needs a big arena because when the, yeah when Sky did it it just hasn't it just doesn't come across on the screen with four or five hundred people in the audience. You need that big arena. I don't know what it is with technology nowadays. It looked great on the screen, but it's just something about the thousands of people in the audience going mad that it, it, that it doesn't cap- capture with just a few. I don't know. What so big, uh, big arena, and presumably yeah. they'd have to spend money to do it, proper money. And I think then, and it, it, I think it's the kind of something similar to that. Yeah, Ninja Warrior, yeah. Still, again, a few people in the audience. You haven't got the little guy against David and Goliath. That's right, yeah. You haven't so much got the beautiful women. Oh, he can come as well as, <laughs> yeah. as well as Diane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but you know what I'm saying? The, the, the se- sexy guys. Well, Wolf. I know. Yeah, I was going to say. Well, speaking of Wolf, <laughs> he, he says if it comes back, he would like to be involved. He could. Yeah. Would love to be a ref. Would you be the new John Anderson? I would love that. Does it still haunt your dreams? <laughs> Gladiators? Actually, I've very rarely got telling off. Telling off. A few times he did berate me properly to my face. I sound like you, call blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, woo, I'm straight back to school again. Yeah. He had that authority. He did. Yeah. yeah. He, he, he did add something to the show. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, actually, sure. he was quite vain. John Anderson? Mm-hmm. Vain? Why did like, say should that? I say this? Aww. Well, I'm going <laughs> <laughs> He's deaf anyway. <laughs> Sorry mm. to all the deaf people out there. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that he, won't, he, won't, he might not hear this. He probably will now, will he? Yeah. But he loves we me. We're going to catch up with him. He loves me. I bought my fantastic Mont Blanc pen once. Oh, anyway, did you? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I stole it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. I knew it was someone else popping. I, I don't know why I was being so, so sycophantic. Anyway, it's on Big Breakfast and we was promoting one of our training books. And he's shouting, I heard him shouting about John. What's up with you? I went, What's up, John? He said, I want makeup. Oh, that's I it. Said, yes, Bye. I remember now. He's going to cane me. I said, <laughs> I said, I'm not going to make up to him. I want makeup! Anyway, I don't know where he did get his makeup, but I thought, you know. He, he wanted to make sure he didn't have yeah. It's like polishing a poo, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, John. No, I'm not. <laughs> you can tell me up when I see you. Yeah, was, and, uh, I read somewhere the other day, Mickey, that you said you now you now feel a bit like half a gladiator. You've, you've had you've had quite a troubled couple of yeah. couple of years. You, you know, it was eumonia, wasn't it? Yeah, I've had well, I've had uh, 
severe acute pancreatitis, overdose from the painkillers, school for two days, had to get ambulance there. I, because of my hip and I had a, a problem with blood, iron overload, some of that was um, drinking too much and things, self-inflicted sort of. I, I've got um, sensitivity to, to the Jack 2 gene. Like a lot of Northern European guys are sensitive to iron, too much iron. It's like hemochromatosis, it's called. It's um, 10% hypersensitive to, to iron and, and stuff, or if you've got too much testosterone, which a lot of bodybuilders have, mm-hmm. or artificially taken testosterone. Anyway, so I had lots of problems there, and I was so sick of going to the doctor's. I had a rotten cold flu for wet, actually two, nearly three months. I just didn't bother going well. I ended up in hospital with pneumonia and um, pleurisy, um, fluid on the lung. All sorts. I, I nearly died a couple of times there. That makes you appreciate life. Uh, and there was, I remember thinking, uh, if I get anything else, I'm not coming out of here. And I looked terrible. I weren't looking that much better before. <laughs> <laughs> but but do, you, do you worry now? Yeah, well, I'm looking after myself now. It's, it's difficult, but it's, I have lots of pain from, a, from an arthritis in this hip. It's, it's no fluid or cartilage whatsoever there. So it's bone, cranky, and spot. So I, I have to. To, to function, I have to take the painkillers. Well, should have a new hip in March. I'm, there's 20 in front of me, and uh, if there's a cancellation, I'll be in for that. I've got torn bicep as well, which aggravates me. I've ripped every muscle off the back of my shoulder. Doing a some stunt work on a Bollywood film. Oh. Uh, all singing Bollywood film in in Cornwall. <laughs> really good money. <laughs> Fantastic fun. I, I was playing the Russian bad guy, Russian oh, thug, wow. and I, I, I was doing a fight scene with with the big handsome. Indians and stuff. They've the Shan, the Shan. Anyway, I got to a bad fall because the pancreas was on for my hip. Um, I didn't feel anything. Yeah. All the muscles, it's like every muscle on the back of the room has come off. They've attached the front, but I can't lift the arm. It's, it's gone for yeah, yeah. So I've had all this. So I said, maybe if you got a cold. Folks, you know, don't leave it. I kept having people saying, oh, yeah, just man flu. Mm-hmm. You know, I, mean, I was lucky to be here. And what's your one last abiding memory of being on Gladiators? When everyone says, what the best memory of, of being on, on that show? Oh, it's a lot. Right. I think, think laying there on my bed, I think I'm going to be famous. Just staying in the, in the higher. Sort of the anticipation of the fame. That was yeah. the nicest, one of the nicest moments. And then the rest of it, you just and enjoyed the ride. My nephews come to see me as a genie in Swansea. And Panto. Yeah. yeah. They actually, you know, it's three and four. And they said, can you really do magic, Uncle Nick? There's a smoke going off and I'm doing magic being a genie. And that's in our uncle is, you know, superhero on the telly. And the I'm doing magic there. And, and so this is going to sound ridiculous, but I visited a lot of kids dying. Mm-hmm. This, that, which is a privilege. A lot of yeah. passed away, which I had, I had to ask. I, I see about six over four months. They all passed away, little kids. And they seem to, seem to handle you know, life, the cancer and whatnot, a lot easier than adults. Yeah. yeah. I think they don't really know. They have had such a short life. Mm. <coughs> I don't know what I'm missing. I had to ask and like, it's a bit much now. I'm still, still carrying it now. But then that wonderful thing. One kid, they, they said he ain't smiled all week. And uh, I went in there being silly and all that. <laughs> and uh, he's, he's laughing, but he passed away next day. Yeah. I remember you telling me that he will always be a superhero to this fellow gladiator jet. And I'm yes, so, so glad you're still with us. Will you so come well. back and see us again soon? Yes. Have you had enough of me now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy. Oh, no. Right. We just went. Yeah, thank you. I'll it's been lovely to me. see you. There we go. Old Snake Hips himself. <laughs> now bionic Snake Hips to be. He's had such a journey in terms of at this age and stage now of his life, mm. uh, literally having to sort of, he's fallen apart and now he's being put back together. So he literally is bionic Snake Hips. But you know what gets me? He's still as funny as ever. He used to entertain us all on the shop floor and in the wings, literally, and in the hotel. He would never switch off. He will never lose that Norman Wisdom slight spark. Yeah. 
just impersonate him all the time. Yeah, and no, actually, listening to that back a second time, you pick up so much more from him. There's there's a boy, sort of childish element within him that's never gone away. He's still got that cheekiness about them, but there is also a bit of a vulnerability about him as well, isn't there? Very much. He's de- definitely been through the what we call the dark night of the soul, which I'm sure many people may go through once, if hopefully not twice in their in their lives. And he's come out the other side, and I can see that he's kind of this. He's really kind of reevaluated where he's at. He's gathered himself back together, and there's that cobra coming straight back through at you. Well, it's interesting when I saw him come in. I mean, obviously he's you know not walking very well, and even during the chat, you could see that he was clearly in discomfort. And he, when you see the video of the chat, you'll see as well he he does move quite a lot because I think he's just that uncomfortable with, he, with, with, with his at the moment. You're right, but I saw him a number of months ago at a comic con as well and he was even more broken then but what he said to me on the way into the studio in the interviews well so you know what die he said i've started to jess no he, he just called me die but you can call me jay if you want. anyone can and uh, he was just saying i've really modified and this is a true gladiatorial thing i've really modified my training i've found a way to train around my injuries and start enjoying training again mm which I really liked because it's it's so easy for anyone to fall off the wagon if you've trained all your life. You kind of fall in love with it and out of love with it because, you know, you put on weight, you lose weight, you put on weight, you lose weight, you lose your health, you get your health. It's it's the rhythm of life, I guess. And the one thing that just blew my mind is someone who is so confident, he wanted to be famous, so that's why the gladiator thing worked <laughs> well for him. And then that was that moment where he just, well, just a bit of a bombshell that he dropped for us saying, well, actually, I got there and I thought, I can't do this. Yeah. And yeah, I was like, wow. Yeah. He was the boy behind the big, you know, the, the big bit of the set was the, the wall. That was like where all the mechanics went on behind before we kind of went onto the shop floor and literally seconds before. I can't believe he said that. I was just going to turn and walk and run. Wow. We, I didn't know that either. And that just goes to show how human a gladiator can still actually be. Uh, yeah, and since he left the studio, he has text died <laughs> constantly of all these other stories. That, I remember um, this. I remember that. Yeah. Oh, I've got more. So I think at some stage we'll get him on. Maybe it would be good actually to have him on with Hunter to have. So it's the two of them riffing about other stories yeah. that they remember. Because I think you know when it's just yourself, I think it's it can be quite daunting. But when there's two of you, maybe it's something that'd be quite good. And certainly we definitely want to hear your Cobra stories. So. Have you bumped into him in a supermarket? Have you met him before? Have you got pictures that you can send us? You can get in touch with us at thegladpod at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. This has been the GladPod in association with Gladiators TV. And here is John Sachs. Good competition, good spirit, great sportsmanship as both contenders show mutual respect. Join us again next week for the ultimate challenge, the might of... 